welcome back to the millennial podcast thank you for tuning in today we have the varun dugiala with us the og podcaster mapping out and uh, talking about everything that matters right now talking about disruption and development in branding talking about modern advertising and its impact um from there obviously the co-founder uh, of the glitch um today we are going to talk about all things millennial in your life close to you around you mm. so how do you feel being a millennial making gen z content i don't know what it's going to be called when whenever whatever layers generation will be called so i'm borderline millennial right i was literally <laughs> born about 82 which means i just made it like if i was a year here or there i would have the transition Oh yeah i'm just I, i just like made it like one foot in there and so i kind of made it but we got digital at a time when you we were young enough to be able to really um absorb it well even if like people go 5 6 years older than us we know that they they have a little bit more difficulty but for us it's like i've literally gone from audio cassettes to oh. cd's i mix my audio old to napster and like all that stuff to eventually now streaming and uh I think that's the best way to show how we had a transition that the experiences are the same. Exactly how are you managing to create Gen Z attractive content because as you spoke the stories remain the same you know the narrative the communication part what you're trying to put across is the same. In fact that is the reason why we are looking at your content or watching your content is because we want to extract that but how do you make it Gen Z or millennial friendly? So I didn't set out to say i'll make it for a certain generation i made for, i wanted to make my content for a certain category and i feel that category is anyone who's a student mm-hmm. um and i'll tell you the reason why cuz i grew up in 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 small town india uh, didn't have access to a lot of things right um thankfully my parents were people who wanted to expose me to more and more things so i've i've had access to more things and most people who were growing up around me but one of the things i felt i didn't have access to was there's so much more you can learn from like so much content you can consume and it's not necessarily something that's been made now like yeah stoicism has become a thing now it's just because youtube figured it out right it's been there for like centuries if that's the term um and i feel it's just that at some point you say okay what would i have really wanted to consume and and i set out to kind of make it for that set mm-hmm. uh it's okay when people want to know how everything around them works they want to figure out what opportunities there for them what can they learn from the things around in in the world around them so i stick to the basics i don't try to overcomplicate it but my point is that as you get older for some reason you start to put jargon into the mix to make yourself seem more mature you try to add like abbreviations become um, very interestingly a, a big thing although considering the fact that we we still say we fomo and and everything else so i i guess that still sticks and that's actually the, the whole thing and and so my idea is to keep it simple um even the other podcast which i created the varun dugish was literally i'm just sharing stuff i'm um consuming so i'm just sitting down and saying okay what did i consume in the last week or in the last couple of months that i think would be interesting to share and i just share that exactly like you spoke about your personal uh, curation is what i believe the varun dugish show um uh, exactly if we talk about for brands what do you think they should do like the established brands when we name it by the you know here since a very long time what they should do to be more attractive relevant to the millennials and gen z the whole fact that everybody is on social media also like the brands you know people yeah. so there are a few kinds of brands right and i'd categorize them this way so you know if you look at someone like a netflix or can someone like a disney plus you know your entertainment brands easily become you can immerse yourself into 
our content uh, even image brands like tinder etc very easily can take a content first lens it gets tougher when you're talking about someone who's a dishwashing brand or someone who's a detergent brand yeah. um there it's tricky i feel there the idea is very simply this and what value you're going to give a consumer as long as you push that value there they'll buy it don't try to you don't have to try to be entertaining Yeah. you can seem very value focused nothing that makes sense and and value focused doesn't mean that oh i'm giving you a discount right this basically means that do i connect your value chain in some way so i feel like like a brand like dove has connected with the value chain for many right. people over the years right and does that for what it kind of st- tries to stand for and what it does stand for on the other end of the spectrum there are brands and i think a lot of them have gotten smarter now initially basically the whole point was every brand needed to have a facebook page right. that's when we started glitch off um it was one of those things that you just tick off on a checklist and you would didn't know what to do on it yeah. but now brands are smart enough to say where do i need to exist what do i do there and the more and more they're doing that and the more and more e-commerce is a part of their lives they're looking at it in a better way and sometimes you can even surprise yourself uh, i remember that um there are let me think of an interesting example right have you looked at a brand like bim because um, i mentioned dishwashing the stuff they did with sevag around ipl last time was an interesting one to do because it suddenly made you look at it differently it kind of gave you its value chain in some way some sort of connect there and and that helps but um, i think they're being fast smarter now you don't have to be everywhere you don't have to be on every single new platform i think that goes for creators and goes for brands as well you don't have to be everywhere it's good to try stuff out experiment but stick to a few i mean it really needs to be like what is authentic to you Yeah, I think the prime one of the prime examples also could be Amul or Fabric Call doing what they do yeah, yeah. on social media. Amul is a great example. Yeah, exactly. The fact that their strategies are different, like how we spoke about, they don't need to be there. But I think that's mm. what is working for them. It's just storytelling. When Google does it, when uh, yeah. you know, in their ads, uh, very beautiful. Fabric Call now did it within uh, the whole Ronaldo situation. Yeah. So I think it's yeah. just to be uh, seen. and that's why i think that's one way of adapting to us millennial and gen z because they realize that this is what we are going to see we are going to extract the story and we are not we are going to remember the brand but that's not why we are here we are not necessarily yeah. going to follow them also but we will be all on the pages it's also about why you need to set down you know, almost put down on paper saying why you doing an activity right if you don't put that on like pe- people have many points of view about the credit campaigns Yeah, but my simple point is the credit campaign is YouTube sketch clickbait, right? It's that you you went back for more and more because you wanted to see who are they going to put into this next. Right? Did they talked about the brand enough? Maybe not, but it got you curious enough that if you are that one person who they're targeting, then you will go and check the app out. Um, yeah. I use the app uh, and and I find value in it. Yeah. But what they did was get the buzz out there. Yeah, the so if you have that kind, of, I'm sure that's the idea which they went with. I don't think they went to say, "Okay, let me explain the features of my product," because then you suddenly become like every other fintech product. This just made it cooler. Ah, I think that's the idea. Just, just a marketing strategy. It has nothing to do with branding. Yeah. Right. So how we spoke about the brand POV here. So by from the creator's point of view, when we talk now. how the latest news is about instagram not just being a, a photo sharing app i have this big doubt there is because i very uh, minimal creator what my problem mm. here is to grab the attention right for long 
Yeah. And when we say it's not just the photo app, uh, my question and the gap there is, is that photo was the only thing that was getting its due attention yeah. and moving forward, right? So now yeah. when we say it's become more than that, which largely obviously means video, like all of the people in trends already know and talk about if you're not making videos on Instagram and if you are a yeah. creator, it's not going to work. So when when we talk about videos with respect to attention, how are we? What are what are your strategies, or what what is that one suggestion that you would give? So there's also something else he said that, and I follow Adam Mosseri because I just find him really interesting as a person. Like you haven't seen a CEO be, he's innately cool, which is what I think is really like fun to see. Like, you, you would expect the CEO of Instagram to be cool, and he is cool. Um, but he also said we're an entertainment focused platform. and and i feel that's an interesting because if you look at how larger creators have been using instagram globally mm-hmm. um they would put up their long form videos on youtube they were putting up stuff on tiktok which was short form and they were using instagram almost for behind the scenes imagery like i'll show images of what's happening in my life and at some point all the yeah all the fun stuff is happening on on other platforms right so uh, and plus tiktok is the i mean unfortunately in india we don't have it anymore but tiktok is the biggest competitor to facebook's dominance because it's a fabulous app it's a great algorithm it just you know just the suggestions i remember it used to give used to reels is still far away from that of course but i think the major reason is user friendly yeah. at and at and the least gave you tools primary level yeah yeah you give you tools to create in your in your phone so you don't need an editing um, you know i remember that when i first started starting a youtube channel i was like Okay, I got to figure an editor because I am not going to edit this myself because I know how to edit, but it's just something I haven't done in years, and I was like, I don't want to come back to it. So, with, if I'm doing reels, I don't necessarily care. I just, I just think of something when I see a song, I'll, I'll create it right then and I'll put it out. I feel that's what they're going for. They're going for saying, how can I keep people on the platform longer? Will end up being focused on reels. Eventually, will also be IGTV because I feel IGTV they've initially pushed it, but haven't pushed it as much in recent times. um because they're launching monetization i think monetization will again become a core part of what igtv is yeah and so when you look at that you have tiktok you have youtube which is also doing shorts which is i think the most bare bones version of tiktok you can ever find <laughs> and then you have reels in instagram so if you're a creator today you got to think about you can exist in multiple places but what are you putting on each platform becomes very important um what to what does your audience want um if your audience wants you to do like stuff around the content you'd create like for instance if you're creating stuff around your podcast mm. you focus on that and as you grow it your audience will tell you what more you, you can create and shouldn't create yeah. um that's what i kind of learned like i randomly put up a although i haven't done that in a few weeks um i randomly put up some workout reels a while back yeah it became a thing cuz i would just enjoy doing this i do workout like 7 days a week and that's so i was like this is a part of my life i haven't shared yeah so let's share it and it will be fun to do um but is that really connected to my podcast maybe not uh, but at some point you can just try stuff out i think that's the fun of it but the core of you know think about what your core foundational content is if your core foundational content is your podcast then the first priority is have all the content around it mm-hmm. to send more stuff out to that audience taken care of everything else is fun you're doing and sometimes just that fun just becomes great that you want to do more and more of it Yeah. Um and and scales up so just simple foundation stuff around it and then all the fun stuff 
yeah i also believe with stories and igtvs and highlights i mean all of us regardless of what we do we are lifestyle influencers if eventually yeah. you have yeah. a number of followers you are a lifestyle influencer so you cannot choose to not put this part of your life and put this part of your life and organic reach has become such a big deal that these are the things that are going to be picked off like there could yeah. be i mean i'm sure complete capacity of your followers are uh, following you for your podcast but yeah. now with your uh, fitness reels i'm sure there are going to be multiple segues uh, in terms yeah. of your follower reach also right so i yeah. think also cuz i think it's important as an as a creator to explore what more you're okay to do like not follow a trend like yeah someone asked me the other day you you should be why into cuz i just basically i put up one thing with me wearing clothes for fathers right cuz cuz i did something with the brand yeah. um and i'd done something with another one before that so i was suddenly asked okay aren't you are you going to lifestyle influence the why aren't you putting up more stuff around this yeah and i'm like if i actually start doing that it is not going to be me because i will be way too conscious to do it absolutely so i make fun of myself i do this uh, i just start this thing for fun it's like above the desk fashion right? so i'm like that's all i'm showing i'm literally showing what i'm wearing above the desk nobody's going to see what's below that's that that's super so, smart if i would to tell you or if i am looking at your uh, profile now the kind of follower i am i am more inquisitive i'm like oh i want to see more about the daughter i want to see more about his life in general where yeah. his space and you know the kind of place because i want to know everything and that's what instagram has fed me of because i'm so used to when i and that's what instagram wants to change also you realize you you were the, the constant became that people wanted a behind the scenes look those I mean, that content does really well i'll take a photo of me recording on my daughter's desk and it it gets it, you know it gets traction yeah i'll create some content like i'll do a shorty where i'm taking a clip from a podcast it's been edited put together that might not get as much traction and, as that photograph and not does not so fast not at all Um, and the, and the reels are also like i'm also learning reels in terms of how it works i like to look at the data and, and learn a lot more as well like here's the thing most people believe that you need to create different content for all platforms and also you can't put the same content on all platforms i repurpose so much i i'll write something in my newsletter yeah. a few months later that will become either a youtube video or a carousel post nice. or a or a podcast episode because right. i'm like not everybody is consuming everything you create mm-hmm. i know that because my mother tries to consume everything i create and she's like i can't keep up anymore so i'm like fair i've hit that mark now i know that it you know i will not have like if mom can't do it nobody else is going to okay. be able to catch up to this <laughs> so, officially have crossed that barrier so i actually repurpose a lot and and i don't think that's a wrong thing to do um mm-hmm. if you see people like gary v you learn one thing is that they talk about the same stuff all the time there is no fresh content yeah even in interview yeah. it's uh, talking about the same thing obviously also thinking that that's the benchmark that they are talking about yeah. so it's going to be in and around that every time but yeah. i think uh, you're completely changing that with the varun dukhi show uh, so the varun dukhi show was an experiment the varun dukhi show started off last year as lucis information which was entirely an experiment um because i wanted i didn't want to talk about business and work when a pandemic is hit Right. So I'm like okay that show is going to continue because that has to continue. I just want to talk to people because I can't go out. So I just pinged five to six people who I knew who I wanted to just have time pass conversations. I said guys this is what we're going to do. We're going to log in, we're going to hit record and we can talk about anything we want to talk about. And that is so fun to do. And I stopped only because I was editing it myself. I'm like there's no way I can edit this myself. Um and work picked up. But Varun Dukhi show when it came back I'm like I want to try audio blogs I want to try different formats 
so i keep trying stuff keep changing stuff now thankfully kind of hit a format now which i like and so flow which yeah. i like makes it convenient for me to record and create yeah. it seems standard yeah. now like it doesn't yeah. look it doesn't seem random yeah when i also started doing podcast only because i knew that i have a time zone where a audience is ready to listen because of the pandemic and b guests are willing to come the people i want to yeah. reach out to also do have the time to do this kind of stuff that's how yeah. i uh, you know this was born for me but i also wanted to be able to talk one on one to people and uh, which is i never bought the fact that um, social audio would kill podcasts i felt they have their own space it's like yeah will youtube kill netflix no, no. they both exist is is it really what it is i heard this i know was sold on clubhouse so clubhouse i've never been a fan yeah i heard this so many times about how po- clubhouse is going to kill uh, podcasts and most get acquired and i was like so I, I, i don't think so clubhouse will exist for that long at some point yeah, someone's yeah. going to call me out on this because i have said this so often i got called out so a what oh, happened oh. was my 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 co-founder rohit tweets and he says clubhouse is a feature not a platform Absolutely. i respond saying could not agree more i get a little bit of not hate but people people question my statements because i don't generally make these really like hard statements then i said um they'll get acquired and we say how do you know you're going to acquire i'm like okay let me just look at this it's one feature it's very easy to either replicate or acquire so twitter's already made spaces which i think is a good so it's actually the best platform to have this format is actually twitter because it is still informative in that sense mm-hmm. how it evolves is up to them more than anybody else uh, mm-hmm. facebook is doing their own version of it which is already gary v is doing an audio room i've been getting things in gary on facebook or i don't open the yeah, facebook all app the most podcast times. communities having green room having uh, all of these social podcast spaces are also doing the same thing so in in yeah. fact if you want to socialize clubhouse is no, it's it's not i just have a personal view of it's not going to be for a long time i'm not on clubhouse it's fun to I'm do it to be called any out so it's it's fun to do but my my reading also was i one of the things you know when you what i like about business and and tech news and which is why i consume a lot of it is you got to read under the the basic news both founders of clubhouse have started social networks in the past both were acquired right by other social networks so yeah. there's a history of doing that yeah it's a pattern it's you can see it happening because i don't think they'll be able to scale up like like snapchat never wanted to sell they're, they're a camera company and they're fabulous at like nobody makes lenses like snapchat does we got to agree um it's just sad they can't scale the way they can um but they still have scaled a lot so they they surprised everybody in that sense so so it's fun to see these things and you you can you actually see where the where the future is kind of headed in many ways right as uh, we talk about mindful elimination or addition like i've read this you writing somewhere and i've i've heard this long back you talking also about this on one of your like now i understood you repurpose your content so it makes sense in my head now that you've spoken about you remember it yeah. and now you now there was a post about this and your caption was uh mindful elimination is equal to or like as good as addition which i have also similarly done a podcast talking about how unlearning so much important to be able to learn more right so yeah. what what do you mean when you talk about this in like a business space or are you talking in a personal general life zone i think it connects to both um so there's just about how our brains consume content right? we we consuming content all the time at some point it's going to get 
it's that dopamine rush and you need like to go detox for a bit it helps you kind of cleanse it and then it's it's on then it's ready to consume more right um and i think that's important and that's also important for companies because if you're too focused on your pond hmm. and you're only doing that if you don't take a break and say okay what's happening in the world around what more can happen like i talk to many other guys in in my agency and i'm like guys the more we focus on just the agency it's great but if you don't know what if, if you don't know the tools and how things are working in the creator economy that's literally going to be one chunk of of what we do which we could learn from and scale with so to take a pause is not just to stop con- consuming content which is i think tougher to do today's time than anything else yeah. but also to find something else to consume um and and there's a smaller method you should do so it helps you individually i think helps me a lot um to do some of these things like i don't pick up my phone first hour of waking up which is the best thing i've done in yeah. and i and i fall off the wagon very often but it's it's great to do when All i can do it. people have spoken about this one thing very commonly it's just not picking up the phone and i can't believe how that is so i used to have and to shameful because i've been able to bring it down so i'm a little happier 9 hours a day of screen time on mm-hmm. one device and i use more than one device so it's like yeah. okay, oh i can't be that bad and as on my phone yeah true so okay. laptop ipad both also there right so and at some point i'm like okay this can't be how it functions but now i've been able to cut 2 hours off and i've been able to cut 2 hours off just by focusing on a few apps which i do consume a lot of reading a physical book instead of this thing that morning time thing is the best thing though just like you know yeah. i think if you start off you do a little switch like warming up ready right? warming up and stretching before you work out it's that kind of a thing so it's just i think yeah i don't give my mind to minor chance to like just function in isolation without like my phone the first thing you know I'm- how you can actually reduce it um switch off notifications for as many apps as you can yeah helps you so much because that's a pickup the pickups are actually what really Right. Uh, make you look at your phone more because every time you get a ting you can pick it up yeah um although i wish i could do that for whatsapp never going to happen but uh, that's the one thing i wish i didn't have to pick up every couple of like literally we're talking right now i can hear i can feel a vibration somewhere of some whatsapp notification that's come <laughs> but yeah that's the whole part of that the con of working from home you cannot really switch mm-hmm. off that's the literal part of working also you can't switch off the work because you are at home and you have the whole privilege of just being like i'm relaxing but you're constantly working that's true i, I guess the only way to i mean and I, and i think i come from a point of the fact that i am reasonably senior in the in organization so i can't say oh guys after this point i'm not doing it but there'll be times when i have you, you when work has to be done it has to be done but you can build balance into it if you can build um almost systems in that sense and i feel that slowly um and i think it's going to take the next couple of years where we will realize that we need to bring balance into digital way of working because i agree with you most people i speak to say the fatigue was because they never could switch off so they're doing all day long at the screen and then turn to a screen to take a break which is worse right you're going from a screen to a screen so it's like your break is also still you giving that rush so um I think that's I mean that's going to pick up and I don't know how we are going to uh, move beyond it but uh, it has to happen I mean there's no other option there Well I have like a last rapid fire round for you quickly mm-hmm. which is like five you just have to pick yeah. um what is bigger brand or a content content Okay unpopular Who's <laughs> hustle life or unhustle life Unhustle life, strong propagator. 
while talking about your screen time how do you now fit in your anasal life propagation please tell me because i at some point realized that you know the thing is that you you try to hustle because it's glorified uh it's and and at some point and i was um, i was reading about this this is thing or uh, where i read it um but the fact that if you don't bring balance into your life of like focusing on life as well and not just work doesn't matter what you're building yeah you you are going to suffer very soon right so yeah matthew walker the guy who writes about sleep said this he said people say i'll sleep when i die you're going to die soon if you don't sleep enough so i think that's a fair oh, statement to have made yeah. yeah he's like your sake i'll sleep when i die if you don't sleep enough you are going to die so uh yeah i mean it will take you a year extra to do what you want to do but uh, you'll be far healthier far happier Okay, moving on. Podcast or reading? Oh, tough one. Uh, podcast. You personally also listen to more podcasts than you read, is what you were trying to say. Uh, no, I read more, but I prefer podcasts as a way to consume content. Um, just because I I just find it more immersive in that sense. But I do listen to audio books while reading the book. So I don't know if that's a combination of both. It's a great hack, by the way. Too many I learned it from choices. I learned it from no, I learned from a friend. So basically, he said, "If you want to consume a book, but you also want it, you know, you want, sometimes want someone to read a book to you. Right. So you play the audio book in your ears, and you're reading it. Just reading. And uh, the same book. Um, and so then you're gonna consume it. You also see, you also think, you also listen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But thank you for choosing podcast for the community. <laughs> podcast always. I think we we still haven't hit. We don't. Get how big an impact podcasts are going to have. They've changed how YouTube works. If you look at it, all YouTube has podcasts now. Yeah, I know. The other day, my father asked me also, but who listens to podcasts? I said, I'll just give you some time, couple of months, that you will yeah. know who does. You need to get them to one. So the point is this: um, I think anyone older, you need to get them to one podcast which they might listen to, um, and then they all they they go in deeper. Because that book, you know, the reading habit. Just you have to pick that yeah. one right book, and you'll know why. Why are we listening to the whole series? And right? it's so, it, it's not invasive, right? You can listen to it and not feel the pressure of looking at your screen. And there's nothing better than that. I think that's actually the main part. I think for me that hit mark is like I love having conversation. Everybody loves talking to a friend, right? So when you yeah. pick the right book, it's just like that. You you're talking to a friend. You're talking to you're having a conversation. You can think about what they're talking while they're talking. It's just that you're not saying it back. But you are listening yeah. to a conversation, which is uh, yeah. way more than a radio, way more intimate than a radio, and not generalized to a niche. But it's just yeah. for me, it's a conversion of a conversation, which I absolutely love the idea of. Um, moving on, idea or execution. Um. Oh, it's a tough one though, because hmm, I'd actually start with I'd actually go with idea uh, because. And I'd go idea with 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 those disclaimers saying you got to find the right person to execute it. But the idea matters. If you have a bad idea and it has good execution, this still won't work as much. A good idea badly executed is is bad. But you will still say, "Oh, idea, chala." You know. So in that sense, I mean, that's the only thing. But uh, it's a very it's a tough one. Yeah. I'd say kind of equal, but I, I'd be here towards idea. I think I I feel fairly like you know about the good idea. It's very overrated. I feel a lot of us have a lot of good ideas and we get multiple of them each day. It's yeah. just the part. It's a very fine That's line true, of though. actually going ahead and you know. Uh, You're making me switch my answer because you made a very valid point. 
I I'm I'm I'm, I'm I agree with you. So I will execution, but you. I will come to I'll come towards execution on the other side. Yeah, I think I'm I'm moving I'm moving sides on this one. Okay. <laughs> uh, the last one, advertising is dead or the Varun Dukhi show. Um. Uh, <laughs> Leia and Papa podcast is is the oh, one yeah. I'd pick. I mean, we all. Yeah. We haven't had a new episode though. I've I've been asking my my co-host is very expensive. She doesn't want to do too many. She likes reels more now. But in in seriousness, though, between both them, advertising is dead. That's where I started off. Uh, so much more I'd want to do on that show. Um, the Varun Dukhi show is fun to do. I, I have zero aspirations on that show. I just fun have fun doing it. I I chose a Varun Dukhi show, and I thought so. You all chose advertising dead because it's first, and you know, so much more uh, passion and hard work put in. That Varun. I, Dukhi, I, have, I have some uh, I have some plans for it, so I'm like I'm looking forward to all that happening yeah, hopefully sir. next year. Yeah. yeah, Varun Dukhi show. What I believe already had your audience. Like you know, you built an audience with advertising. Yeah. Instead. So I fairly understand the whole distribution, but Varun Dukhi is one of those shows. It's a very misunderstood show, though. Uh, people call it my YouTube show many times. I'm like, guys, there are more episodes on audio than there are video. I can't blame. Um, yeah, which is why I, I think the audio blogs help me make it that um, a lot more. Many times I'll do a YouTube video and they're like, oh, this could have been an episode on the Varun Dukhi show. I'm like, okay, that's great. I, I have I don't have to do one. Like last week, literally, I just took the audio of a video and I put it up. So um, I treat the Varun Dukhi show like it's my YouTube channel, but for audio. Um, maybe that's a good you're definition for the show. Talking about story, but just because you can't do that, you made a show. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that is like that's actually the, the best summation of the Varun Dukhi show ever. As you actually could have lifted up the camera and talk about that. This is what I'm thinking yeah. today, but you just made a show out. Yeah, I think I feel too self-conscious are... doing that too often. Right, because you're only thinking about content. That's true, and not brand. I agree. <laughs> it works. It works for you. Personal branding works way more. But yeah, my key takeaway from this whole uh, conversation is also uh, a major. Is repurposing for sure. Yeah. Can't let go any anything go to waste for sure. Yeah. You know, weirdly, I tell I tell major brands this, but from a very different context. I tell them that guys, you are shooting so much stuff with your products over the years, and you end up reshooting them every time you shoot them. You got to figure a way to make your own shutterstock by just taking stuff from the stuff you already shot. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a it's a very boring notion, but I'm like, you can create stock from what you already have. Why do you need to shoot more? And that's people are like, why are you telling them this? They'll they'll spend less money. I'm like, no, that's it's more efficient for them. So yeah, yeah. I get dirt, dirt sometimes when I come up with these thoughts for brands. You're right because of the privilege. I think even we, you and I, or people like us, will get more privilege of making grander uh, schemes yeah. of content. We are not going to be able to extract everything from every little content like you do right now, right? Exactly. But I think that's also a mindset and the privilege. But any last parting thoughts that you want to give us? in terms of the millennial podcast what's your message to the millennials my message to the millennials is that uh, this rediscover a lot of analog things it's analog is coming back in a major way and the analog experiences are really going to be i'd say the future of of a lot of stuff that you consume and even do as people i think that's really um where things are going um i i look at it as like when you look at book talk in the us and you look at the fact that people do want to meet up I, and also i think the pandemic has pushed us there as well you want to meet up physically you want to do all of that so um analog a- analog is the is, is the next big the next thing it always was the big thing i'm just like it's it's where you, you look at yeah coming back and how 
thank you on that note thank you for doing this and and i must tell you i had a lot of fun doing this one i, I always enjoy uh, conversations where i'm having to think really hard about my responses and i you you made me think a, a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. in this chat so I had a lot of fun Yes, that was the plan, and thank you. And I'm self-declaring it going to be my turning point in the podcast journey. So thank you for doing it. I.